My name's Denny. Um, and I love the theatre. My name's Claire, and I love theatre too. <laughs> and I'm Frank, and I also love the theatre. The show's called... What's it called? West End Geeks. West End Geeks. Well, you lot can call it what you want, but I'm going with free puppeteers. <laughs> <laughs> you are now listening to West End Geeks. Welcome to episode 12 of the West End Geeks podcast. Um, we're actually back in the studio for once, so we're all back together, the three podcasters. Someone once tried to call the podcast, which thankfully never actually got through. Um, so who's with us today? Myself, Denny. And me, Claire. Hello. And myself, Frank. The whole crew. Whole crew back again. But we are in the studio, but we are uh, adhering to the restrictions. We're two metres apart. We are. We are, we are a very responsible podcast. Sanitised and everything. We've been assured by the studio owner that everything has been sanitised <laughs> and we're being very, very responsible. Um, I'm delighted that we are actually back in the same place because personally I struggled a little bit with the whole virtual podcast recording. I think it was like a good, uh, it felt, you know, something to, to, to make sure we can, we can keep going, but you definitely lose something. Yeah. You definitely lose something. Yeah. The, um, the interaction, don't you? Yeah. 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 And the worry that I'm sort of speaking over someone or someone hasn't had their chance to speak, but, but yeah, I'm glad that we're all back together and being very, very responsible. Um, so again, because obviously West End's closed, we haven't had a chance to see a show, so we chose to watch a film. Um, who suggested this film again? A musical film. A musical film, apologies. Who suggested this film again? Me. Why did he suggest it just out of interest? Hairspray? Yeah. Because it's a musical. No, I get that, I get that but obviously <laughs> there's like thousands of musicals, so I was wondering why, why this one. She was inspired by the hairstyles. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, fair enough. That's, that's, <laughs> no, that's, I, I just made that true. up. <laughs> that's fine, I can I completely understand that. Because everyone should know who Tracy is. We're all going to find out <laughs> who Tracy is. Um, so as Claire has given away, we are watching the remake Hairspray. 2007. 2007, yes. Um, which is based on the 2002 Broadway production. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm looking at you for assurances. I don't know why. And um, that, was, that in <laughs> itself was based on the 1988 film. Yeah, I which, feel like you've just which, done half the quiz questions. Which was based on... <laughs> Have a... you seen the quiz questions? No, though? no, this is the stuff, those, that's three things I thought would be in the quiz <laughs> nah. that I've got answers for. Have you studied clearly the quiz? Not. <laughs> <laughs> clearly <laughs> not. Have I you actually bought the trophy though, Claire? No, because I, oh, I just deep. left it at home. I got slated last time, because I, in fact, deservedly so, because I've done so bad in the quiz. So I've studied and I already know like <laughs> half the questions. You know how confident <laughs> someone's got to be not to bring the prize in? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to win anyway so why why's the prize going to leave my house no. nice Claire that's good I'm glad you've got that um, winning mentality going let's yeah. see if you can actually keep it up um, so um, obviously Hairspray for some people that don't know the 2007 version it's set in 1962 Baltimore Maryland I just realised I've given away the answer to one of the quiz questions I put down that's ridiculous it's alright because you, right you got the, the, the year wrong what do you mean the Carry year's on. wrong carry on Ooh, it's set in 1962 I thought it was no, I'm pretty sure it's set in a different year. Do you know what's funny? Frank, do that as a question. <laughs> but, but, you know, let's, keep, let's keep that in. This is, this is, this is going to be interesting, Claire. Um, and it follows teenager Tracy Turn... Turnblad. Turnblad. <laughs> as she pursues stardom as a dancer on a local TV dance show and rallies against racial segregation. I was really surprised to see that the ensemble cast was that huge. So obviously it's got people like John Travolta in, 
Michelle Pfeiffer, Christopher Walken, Amanda Byers, James Marsden, Queen Latifah, Brittany Snow, Zac Efron, Elijah Zach, Kelly. Can I just say Zac Efron should have been mentioned first? Should have yeah. been mentioned it's first. Zac Efron. Oh, okay. Above John Travolta. Uh, Mr. Ooh, okay. The king of like in dancing. The, at least in the same breath. Yeah. It was in the same breath. I breathe. <laughs> I take a while to like get to the end of my breath. So I feel like it was all, all, all fairly fair. Um, and who else was there? There was someone called Nikki. Oh, actually, I say someone called Nikki Blonsky, but she's obviously the star of the show. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what's funny? Yeah. I looked at her, I was like, who, who's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's who plays Tracy. Um, okay, cool. Claire, obviously knowledge beforehand of film. You watched it before I take it? Yeah, yeah. When did you watch I've, it? I've never actually seen it when it first came out. Um, if it was in the cinema, I would have gone to the cinema. I can't remember. It would have been yeah, in the Yeah, it was cinema. in the cinema, yeah. So I would have probably seen that with Sophie. Okay. Shout then, out Sophie. Name check there. Again, yeah. <laughs> and then I have the DVD. Of course you do. Still have the DVDs. <laughs> I wish I bought that off you instead of renting it this morning from Amazon for £3.50. But go on. This morning? <laughs> I know, I like leaving my home at late. I mean, if you need a DVD, just let me know. I would, I, in future I will <laughs> I do. I said this with Mamma Mia. I know, I'm, I don't know why I'm racking up these um, uh, yeah. rental costs of one-off films. But yeah. go on, sorry. You mean Jeff's favourite person? <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Jeff, what's the guy? Jeff that, Bezos. That's it. He loves me at the moment. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I basically have, well, I knew about it because I've seen it since it was coming out, since it came uh, out. Danny, have you, have you seen it before? Um, so yeah, I'd seen the original 1988 film, which I was a big fan of when I was little. Um, saying that, I, I think, I don't know if it was yourself or Claire I was chatting to before, but it's one of those films that is great when you're little, but when you go back to you, you're like, what the heck was my it mother was, letting me watch? It was me because um, I really want to watch it since you yeah, said it's, that. It's got that sort of, dark 80s humor that the heathers has got and and um little shop of horrors has got um i had seen it in the theater um and i had already seen the 20 2007 remake with starring zach afron and other people nice so it looks like afron afron see what you did there i so i guess i'm the only one that hadn't seen either of these films well, I've seen the first, second one this morning. I, I need to go back and watch the first one. Um, so to Denny, what are your Denny. thoughts on the opening scene? I feel like I'm going to be specific because normally I say, what did you think? And you're yeah. like, what do you mean? What do I think? I'm like, the okay. opening scene I really liked. Okay. Um, I think musical films, when they, when they open with a big number and like it just sets the scene, like even in musicals and when you're you know, on stage when they do that, they kind of set the scene and set the vibe for the film. And the open number is it Good Morning Baltimore? Yep. Um, I love that scene. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Just has stepping out the door. It, it is, it is, it's so good. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, like, I just want to shout out as well our good friend who has been a guest on the show, Imran, because there's that scene when she um, starts having a little conversation with the rats. <laughs> and private joke <laughs> but, um, you can't tell private jokes if me no me it, and there was just don't there was it. there was just a famous incident where he saw a um a dead rodent and it's just Let's it was just discuss off, off air. yeah yeah continue <laughs> sorry <laughs> no no it's fine it's fine um so obviously so you're saying from the opening scene you, you you're a big fan of like the big numbers that sort of sets the yeah scene, right? yeah yeah I, I really like that the way she's walking out and it's so cheesy and it's so yeah it's really stereotypically oozing in cheese yeah I love it. like deliberate like <laughs> yeah yeah it, it 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 marked it you just know, ticked off all the boxes it had that like element you know, dancing singing to the road yeah. and then bursting through the crowd yeah of women, yeah the group of women talking and and when 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 like cheese is deliberate and done well 
I think it works. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I love cheese. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And then imagine missing the school bus because you're dancing and getting dropped in by like the... Dumpster lorry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't choose to sit And she was so happy. Yeah. I just love that positive vibe. Like yeah, I want to yeah. wake up at seven o'clock in the morning to an alarm and, and sing my way through the day. That's That's the goal. All, all she was missing was a couple of uh, cartoon birds appearing on her <laughs> Making shoulder. her bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I take it your feelings about the opening scene are exactly the same as Denny's then? Yeah. I think it sets the pace for the movie, like a an opener like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's actually one of the songs that I've been listening to loads recently, Good Morning Baltimore. Yeah. I'd say, I think, yeah, I, I felt exactly the same. I, I was, because like I said, I hadn't seen the film before, but it, it did set it up to seem like it was going to be like quite bubbly, upbeat, um, quite jovial. I didn't, you know, it wasn't, wasn't sort of set up to be like quite a seriously taken film. It was just quite bouncy. And I love I love the openers like that. I think that's what I typically look for in a musical. If it starts off with a huge opener, I generally feel like any musical should start off with, every musical should start off with like a big show opener to set the tone for the rest of it. Um, Storyline, Claire. Quite a vague one, but what do you think of it? Um, I think it's a good storyline. Okay. No, okay. Um, obviously... It's set in a 60s. certain era. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, it's quite lovely and bubbly and upbeat. Yes. But they still try to discuss... Segregation some... and yes. integration. Yeah, so yeah. for that reason, like, what did you think of, like... Yeah, I was just going to say, I just sort of, I guess, jumping off what you just said, with regards to um, the story, dealing with what they, the subject they were deal, um, dealing with, uh, like segregation around that time. So that would have been a few years before the civil rights movement. Um, without making it too deep, without making it, I thought they dealt with it quite well and at the same time made it jovial and like you said, sort of bubbly. And at the same time, I still felt there was enough in there that it could pique someone's interest to go and look into that subject a bit more if they wanted to. And they, they very much made made they made it very clear like which was the right side of history yeah in that which i thought was which i thought was good yeah um would you say that to a certain extent the jovialness of it sort of glossed over the some of the serious parts of it see i did think this sometimes but i'd seen the original and then i was thinking um see the 1988 film is a bit darker as 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 i mentioned um but I thought this coming off of the, this being a, um, basically a film adaption of the musical, I felt they'd done a, a fair job. I, I did feel um, you, you, like there wasn't, it wasn't too deep. Like, yes, you could, you could explore like some of the impact that it actually had on, on, on the black people at the time a bit more. But as I said, I felt it, it piqued the interest just enough to make people want to look into things maybe if you know if they yeah, so, so choose boost, like look at yeah yeah look into things themselves mm-hmm. and there's also like one of the songs that stands out to me is um one of the ones where they sing uh we've come so far is this when they're um, doing the uh demonstration no i think it is it not after we've come so far but still got far to go who sings it um i don't know if it was her or um Let me, let me have a quick look at that okay, while we sorry. carry on. I sorry, I, know, I, I realised you like, were staring at me and then I realised I've gone silent. And it's, uh... We can always reduce the gap there. It's fine. Um, see, I... I, I, I it's, 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 um, 
Queen Latifah does sing it. Sorry for interrupting. Zac Efron, Nikki does is part of it, and Elijah Kelly. Oh, that's been there. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's um. Yeah. I I guess for me, I like I said, the opening for me was like, wow, this is gonna be like quite bubbly. It's gonna be quite upbeat, and you know when you sort of sort of settling into like, oh, this is gonna be quite fun, and then boom. Something said, I'm like, oh wow, yeah, this is back in. Yeah, yeah. So like I think I wrote, I wrote down like, I think they were singing like there was they were at the, the at first the, Corny Collins show. show. Yeah, and I think one I of know, the guys was like, nice white kids who like to lead the way. I was like, okay, yeah. I, did, I didn't hear that. No, so no. The initially, I, I was like, line, I didn't hear that. No, no, I didn't hear that. On, the sorry. next slide after that, yeah, um, something we the nicest kids in town. Yeah, and then we have we saved the last Saturday of the month for Negro Day. Yeah. yeah. I actually had to stop and rewind it. <laughs> and then I couldn't quite uh, work out exactly what they said. Yeah. And I paused it. And then I got the lyrics up. And yeah. I was like, okay. That, that is what they said. <laughs> that yeah. is what they said. Like, like I said, it was like happy, glossy, funny. Mm. And it's like, oh, there is some sort of serious undertones yeah. here. And even like little things like they had the, they were doing the, heart, the dance on that specified day that you just sort of said. And... You've got the black guys on one side, you've got the white guys on the other side. And there's this line down the, the middle. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. But again, there's like just another, I felt it was quite subtle. Mm. And I, I was very torn as to whether I felt it was glossed over or that necessarily wasn't the angle for what they were trying to do. I agree to an extent. I think because I'd seen the 1988 original film, which does go into things a bit more in depth. What does it? I kind of maybe having a, a, more of a backstory kind of was able to project more of the seriousness on it and exactly what's happening but I do there were times where I was thinking if I hadn't do I feel this is kind of glossed over and then actually made like so, a subject that's quite serious but the star of it is some bubbly teenage girl who's n like she's portrayed as yeah, carry on no go on go on, go on no 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 carry on You've lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> Back and forth, you carry on, you carry on, you carry on, you carry on. Go on. Have you got something to carry on with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing off Thanks for that, Claire. I'm throwing off my um, It's all too exciting. Because the funny thing is, that wasn't the, the only sort of issue that was sort of discussed. Because obviously then you've got John Travolta's character. And forgive me, I can't remember his, her, her name. Edna. But obviously she was going through the issue of like her sort of body issues. And yep. having not left the house for like, yep. since since she was a size 10, I think. Yeah, um, 10 years, I think. Yeah, so that was obviously... Yeah. there and I felt like there was sort of subtle subtle um, lines sort of directed about weight and stuff but again I don't know whether yeah. or not that was ever fully sort of not nullified but sort of like discussed properly it just seemed, yeah. it, it just seemed like little jibes were coming in and that's fine yeah. no one ever sort of turned around and be like well you can't say that type thing so I don't yeah, know if you guys yeah. noticed that with you yeah, yeah yeah I did I did again I think sort of going back to, to the 1988 film I was kind of excited when they'd done a remake. Um, but then when I realised it was a it was a remake, it was a film adaption of the theatre production, um, I just took it as that. So I kind of feel like any criticisms I've got of any glossing over or anything like that kind of actually go back to the theatre production, which is still a, a, a good musical, um, go back to that rather than the film because the film was... Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, that's how I kind of felt about it. I don't know, maybe... It, uh, it just made it easier for me to watch that way. But that, yeah, that was kind of how I felt about it. Yeah. No, I think I agree with what you're saying. Like I did, when I was watching it, I did question certain things like, you know, like the glossing off, um, over things, you know, with the fact that, you know, 
Tracy's trying to encourage Seaweed to do the dance that she'd learned in detention and he's yeah. like, no, you do it. So then she goes off and does it and yeah. that's how then she gets seen and spotted yeah. 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 by the show. And yeah. And you know, it, it's, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I know I do. I, You know, I, I can't decide whether it was too glossed over or if it was just kind of put enough was put in there to make you think yeah. and go back. Because I mean, this is, this is the 60s. This is, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's not. It's not that long ago that yeah. they're showing these things, and and they're showing it in a way. You know, in a way to. I guess I think it makes you inquisitive. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It yeah. makes you want to go back and read about those times, the the civil rights movement, and yeah. to, I don't know, just to to learn more about that. that yeah. That era. Yeah. I think it would have been difficult for them to have a bubbly, upbeat you know, type of musical film whilst taking those sort of issues of the 60s and making them more prominent in the film, it would be very difficult to have that, I think. Yeah, it would have been, it would have, it would have been, I, th- I think that could be a musical, but I think, yeah, it would have taken the, the, the wide appeal, the being able to be bubbly, being able to be, because I mean, Hairspray is a theatre production. The musical is kind of, in the same vein as a lot of the other sort of pop, really, really popular ones, like Wicked, like uh, Matilda. Not to say it's as big as those, but it has that kind of, like, feel and sort of vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The same audience. You can imagine the same parents bringing their kids to watch that show as well. Did anyone sort of um, have any... Because when I was watching, I was like, this reminds me of Grease to a certain extent, because obviously you've got John DeVolta there, who I think was in the first one, and... Michelle Pfeiffer was in the second one. Yeah. And they, I think that was also set in the 60s. But then I started in my head doing sort of parallels. Like in Greece, it was, they didn't even attempt to tackle anything no. along those lines. I don't remember any sort of sort of political no. sort of things. And they also had that sort of dance show that everyone sort of aspired to go on to as well. Shall I tell you um, what's weird? Sorry to interrupt. No, no, when I was watching this, and this is so bizarre, but it's just the fact you brought up Greece, right? When I was watching it, and you know Michelle Pfeiffer's first scene, and she's basically talking about when she's singing... And she's um, talking about uh, she had previously won the pageant and certain people shouldn't be in it and this and that. My, do you know what my reaction was in my head? How could you talk? You were in Greece too. <laughs> literally. <laughs> that's, the, that's your sort of go-to thing. That was literally time. my go-to defence against Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> no, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, but yeah, 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 I, yeah, I just sort of noticed those parallels in watching because when I sort of remember watching Greece, I remember they'd sort of dealt with teen pregnancy, peer pressure, yeah. gang violence, all that jazz, yeah. but there wasn't any sort of racial element there. So... Yeah, I think it was always going to be like a difficult balance to have between, like I said, having quite an upbeat, positive show and sort of looking at those sort of things. Yeah. Um, did you sort of, what did you think of the sort of reflection of the 60s? Because there was that song, Welcome to the 60s, and she's sort of going along and you saw images of like pregnant women sort of drinking at a bar and smoking. Yeah. That was like, I was like, I couldn't. For a second there, again, I was like, oh, wow, that is still a thing back in 1960s. Yeah, but the doctors yeah. back then encouraged smoking, didn't they? Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. for health benefits. Yeah, I didn't realise that. In the 60s, yeah. It was kind of like, smoke a cigarette, it's really good for you. Yeah, that's what um, a good lobby will do for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, how were we, were we all happy with like the resolution of it all? Like the, the film in itself? And obviously there was a journey at the start. She wants to become a dancer. She becomes a dancer and boom. Because I, I wanted, I felt like it ended quite abruptly. Again, I maybe again I I knew when it was going to end. Sure. I knew what the resolution was. So for me, there were less surprises. I guess if if that makes sense in my head. And this is when I saw the theatre and when I saw this film. 
um, closer to its original release, I'm, I was always comparing it to the film I loved when I was a kid. Um, which, let me just emphasise, is not for kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so I, so I guess, yeah, so I, I kind of knew that was coming. I kind of felt, um, you know, it ended in, its, in where it should end, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. In the first one, was the was it what was it quite an all star cast as this one? Um, other than Ricky Lake, um, did everyone see her cameo? I yes. did, I uh, did. Okay. Um, also, uh, Jerry Stiller was in it as well in the original oh, one. Yeah, really? He was in Mr. Pinky. In the oh yes, one. he was. He, um, he was rest Mr. in peace. He recently died. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, he he he, he was, was in Wilbur. I think wasn't he in the original? Um, the dad. Yeah, the dad. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Um, but it was so long ago, I can't, I can't remember. And, and when you're that it's age... It's quite, you don't notice those yeah, things. Yeah, you're not like... as, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I realised Ricky Lake was, was in Wasn't that the movie that made Ricky, make, Ricky, Ricky Lake's Lake. career? Have no idea. I remember Ricky Lake from the Ricky Lake show and subsequently watching the original again later on. Well, that's far too old to be watching it. Um, I yeah. realised it was Ricky Lake. Yeah, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, you, you you sort of allude to the fact that the old one was darker. Yeah. When you, and you sort of, what are the sort of main differences between all so, musically, sorry. So the main part I remember is Zac Efron's character in the original. This is the part that we used to like really love. <laughs> like, um, you know, that sort of riot scene that literally, it doesn't happen in the new one, but uh, Tracy Turnblad runs off. Yeah. Um, in this, there's a full on riot scene. Oh, really? And Zac Efron's character gets his legs beaten in. What? Um, and then he's literally on the floor, crawling like, oh my legs! Like it's, it's oh it, it has a very dark turn, you know. Like like um, so, if you've seen Little Shop of Horrors, while that's not as dark, he does have to start chopping people up. And from it being you know uh, a puppet plant and things, it, it, there's a sort of dark turn to it. And the same as the Heather's, the Heather's is sort of goes along one way, and then I won't talk about it too much, but yeah. we know that it has that sort of dark yeah. twist. And I think that was quite an eighties like dark humour kind of yeah, thing that yeah. was going on. And this, I would say, kind of fits in with that, but with more a more serious subject as well. I'll yeah. be honest with you, by that summary, I don't think I want to watch it. It doesn't sound as... The, the last time I watched it, it wasn't great. Really? Yeah. Um, are the music numbers still as... I don't think it's musical. Is it not musical? There's music in it. Oh. So like with the, tra- with the Corny Collins show, but there's not... It's not like sung in yeah. those those sort sure of big I'm not sure if I numbers. have watched it years and years ago. I honestly can't remember yeah. because I think I remember it not being a musical, actually. Now you I, said I'll that. Be, go on, sorry. I was just going to say there's this other famous part where Tracy Turnblad is getting ready with her new friends of colour. <laughs> and um, they are, they their, their new hairstyle is like their hair being straightened. Okay. And they've got her head, their ha- her head on an ironing board and they're ironing her hair Jeez. to straighten it. True story. My younger sister copied that and done that herself. Oh, really? <laughs> Seriously. I thought other thing girls did anyway, no? You, I, well, well, I don't know. I've never... Like, yeah, well, I don't know if I've ever ironed my hair, but I have like... Well, maybe you I get did. like the ironing comb, don't you? You get the iron yeah. straighteners, yeah. <laughs> ironing comb, yeah, straighteners. <laughs> no, like a hot <laughs> comb. Do you not, is that... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't really do much for my hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wrong person to ask. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I hope she put something like over her hair before she tried to do that. No, no, in the film, she just like, head on the ironing board, they take, she doesn't, like Tracy doesn't really know what's going on. <laughs> They're like dressing her up. Yeah. Um, 
they put a head on the ironing board, they take out a head and they've got the iron and they're like, ironing their hair to straighten it. I meant your sister. I hope oh, she had like... Nope, she done the exact same like thing. A de- like a detail over her. Nope. Oh my gosh. <laughs> done the exact same thing. Guys, uh, you, I guess that's what we do nowadays with straighteners. For yeah. straight heat to hair. Um, would, do you think we'd have been interested as watching it or would it have done as well if the cast wasn't as strong? Uh, Possibly. Yeah. It was a it was quite a successful musical. It was, yeah. So I think it could have carried over. So I kind of felt because it was such a successful musical, maybe that was that's why they were able to attract such a big and diverse cast because yeah. it was very popular. And also Tracy um, Tracy is an unknown. Nikki Yeah, she's the, she's the only one that hasn't really that was her first major yeah. film whereas everyone else has been in other things. Yeah. Um but I was I was just thinking to myself would I watch this or would I still be as keen to watch this had I not seen that uh, star John Travolta and Michelle Pfeiffer and all these other pretty cool people if it just had like random people and I, I was thinking to myself I don't think I'd watch it I definitely would have watched it okay again it would have been a follow on for me liking the, yeah. the other one in the theatre so I probably would have watched it as well okay fair enough yeah um, in terms of cast Tracy what did you did you like her as a character did you yeah I like Tracy as a character I thought the Nikki played her really well um I like that kind of, like, I don't know, she seemed like a positive character mm. and I liked that kind of vibe that she... Sort of brought to it. She, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, I did. And, the, you know, there's some, like, humour in the film overall, you know, in different lines that you think, oh my God, did they just say that? And I, I think that happened a lot throughout it. And it, I don't know, I just, I thought it was a, a, a good casting on your on your dvd cover has it got her picture like main center stage because when i was looking at on when i sort of downloaded the rent had everyone else and she was like right down at the bottom i think that is the the, that is the, the front cover it's like every person but, in little squares but nikki herself like even though i i thought she was like 80 percent of the scene she was like right down she might have been yeah i can't bottom, remember which i thought was quite interesting given that she was in the majority of the film but I guess that's what that's how I sort of viewed it as they needed all these like all-star cast people to actually get people to want to but then do you think that do you think if they didn't have that all-star cast you would have watched you wouldn't have watched that musical then I I don't I don't think it would have been as successful I think I well for me for me I think I I the chance to see John Travolta in drag which which I was going to say to sort of go on to in a second was obviously not something you sort of get to see in most of his films he tends to sort of play quite a a sort of strong masculine character and here he's sort of dressed up in drag so I was like oh cool this this is this would be something different so I guess when you sort of go through the list of people in there you very rarely get a chance to see all these stars together perform musically so I think that would have been my draw to it so I feel like there hasn't off the top of my head Mamma Mia included which you've previously covered there aren't very many big musicals that get adapted to films that don't attract big stars. And I guess that could even go back to um, as far back as the 80s with Little Shop of Horrors. You had Rick Moranis, who was a big star at the time. Steve Martin, who was a big star at the time. Mamma Mia, you've got um, Meryl Streep, um, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth. Um, So I I think that maybe as as an actor, because there's not that many of them, it's an opportunity and yeah, to like showcase. Your yeah, talent. to sort of showcase your talent, and it's and it's very different. It's much safer than actually going and performing it on stage. Then sometimes I don't know if like if they take it as a challenge, you know, because it's singing. Because if you think about a lot of the people that 
you know they can sing but they don't take on singing roles so it's kind of mm. like you know the challenge in taking on yeah something that you're judged again on something that you might not have always been judged on yeah 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 that makes yeah. sense what did you think of um tracy um i liked the character and again i don't mean to keep referring back to the no, original one but she one. was for me she was very similar like there was that upbeat jovialness that sort of um i feel like that's becoming a word jovial we're using it far too much um <laughs> i feel like i feel like um even the uh, even even the sort of naivety of her, like you said, just thinking, oh, why don't you just come on the show and do your dance? Mm. Um, like that was very much as well. And then she sort of learned a bit more and sort of grew as the film went on. She was very much even sort of like referring to the sort of size of her and everything like that. Like it was very much like the original character, um, which I liked. That's, I think that's often one of the biggest critiques when there's like remakes. It's like people, you do judge against what you already know. Um, and yeah, she matched it, but she sung. Fair. Yeah, fair. I thought it was. I, I I think it was amazing for her to for that eighteen years eighteen year old eighteen years old to be her sort of first major feature film, despite being surrounded by all of these yeah, sort of true. huge stars. So yeah, I was I was yeah I was delighted. I thought she did a really good job of it as well. Um, she nailed the role as far as I was concerned. So so yeah. Um, John Travolta in drag. Claire, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Because apparently this role itself, and maybe you can sort of attest to this, that even in the original film, it's still played by a woman. That's Not, correct. So yeah. apologies, it's played by a man. And even in the theatre production, it's played by a man. So that's I was right. wondering, why, what, why is John Travolta doing it? As, but yeah, that's apparently the traditional yeah. of that show. So what did you think of John Travolta, Claire? Yeah, I, th- I thought he played Edna Turnblad really well. Turnblad? I loved the way he said iron. Left the iron on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know... I, I think every character, so, you know, with Tracy, with Edna, you know, they had their one-liners that made me, like, laugh out loud. Um, I think one of them was, like, <laughs> your personal stains needed pounding with a rock. <laughs> <laughs> like, I laughed out loud at that. I was like, oh, my gosh. But, you know, like you said, it. you know, every character touched on something that, you know, affected, like, you know, Edna was really worried about Tracy because she was different because she was bigger and because she had her own fear. So she never left the house. And it's just, um, I, I thought she, um, he portrayed the role really well. Yeah. How are you doing? Um, I, I, it gave him an opportunity to do a bit of dancing. He loves a dance. He film. does love a dance. Did you and do that sort of two fingered thing. Yep. Point? Yeah. He loves doing that. <laughs> um, I thought, he played the role really well. Um, I thought the character, and again, this was reflected from the original as well and on the stage, um, is a really good supporting character. Um, and like the way she supports uh, Tracy and everything throughout the throughout the whole film, I I really liked. And it's I actually thought it was quite realistic. Like she wasn't she was encouraging, but she was still like whispering in her ear, "Oh, you don't want to do this. You might." And then you know, but then when her daughter in a sense was rebelling and still doing it she wasn't then trying to yank her back and obviously the the father was very very supportive of of um tracy's uh choices so i i yeah i really liked it and again having seen the theater show before that he nailed it like exactly how it was portrayed um on the stage um his character like Lots of credit to him. Who played, just Sanchez, who played um, his character when you went to see him on stage? 
I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember. Was it someone, wasn't someone relatively famous? Um, I think that role was often done by someone famous, but I can't remember who, who it was when I uh, saw it. Okay. No fair. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought he nailed it again. Like, Because whenever I sort of think John Travolta, I always think things like, I don't know, Face Off, or I think yeah. of... Not, not maybe not so much Greece, but what's that? John, um, what's that? Saturday one Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. What's the one he did with Samuel Jackson? Twins of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, so I'm so used to seeing him in this quite aggressive sort of like yeah. macho man role, and now all of a sudden he's dressed up as a woman. So and he and he sort of nailed it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I thought he was a woman at one stage, but I'm saying like he did he did as good a job as you can imagine anyone sort of being able to do in that role. Yeah. Um, how about Michelle Pfeiffer's role? Loved it. Really, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer and. So should I talk about my favourite characters? Go for it. Yeah. So Michelle Pfeiffer and Queen Latifah were my two favourites. Why Michelle Pfeiffer just Andrew? I just love from from the very first song when I was like, as I said, gave her the Grease Two comment. I just loved the performance. Like for me, though, their performances. It's just how they how they carried themselves in the film. Like although she wasn't a nice person, she portrayed that horribleness well. Yeah. And when she was singing her songs. They really, like, brought out her personality, you know. Um, I just, I just really, really liked her. She, she, although again, she was, she was a, a nasty person, but she kind of carried her nastiness with a bit of elegance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the role. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked her. Um, and Queen Latifah, almost all the exact positives, but also being a, a nice character as well. Yeah. Um, all my favourite scenes, apart from the two big numbers that everyone's the, the starting number, "Hello, Baltimore, um, Good Morning, Baltimore," and the and the ending one, every all my other favourite moments were uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Queen Latifah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree with um, Denny's comments um, about the characters, and I think with Michelle Pfeiffer, I absolutely did not like her. So I think if you can play that role well, and you get that yeah. feeling, you know, like. I hate you. Oh, why That's are you it, on the yeah. screen? Yeah. Why are you even in this film? Why do you exist? And yeah. you know, you feel that emotional, yeah, positive or negative. I, yeah. I always think like you've played that role well. Yeah, I like disliking someone in a film. Does that make sense? Like, if you can make me dislike you, you've nailed it. I know you've done a good job. Yeah, you know. That's literally what I wrote down. I was like, Michelle Pfeiffer, bully, played it well, disliked her, so I guess she succeeded in acting out well. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. she she, yeah. she nailed it. Um, there was just not not an, an ounce of niceness in her, was there? No, but it wasn't like I felt it wasn't like cr- not. I'm not saying it wasn't cruel, but she was just bad enough so that it fit in with everything else that was yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. She was like she could have been a Disney villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what I was <laughs> that's probably yeah. that's probably the perfect way to say it. Um, um, Amanda Bynes. By- By- is it Bynes? Amanda Bynes. What do you think of her? I liked her character in that. I just thought she was. That's, that was her last role, I think, before she stopped acting. Oh, was it? I think so. I found I found it interesting that for, for like 90% of the film, she had this really glossed over glazed look. And that only really changed right at the end where she got sort of pulled up to dance with... Seaweed. Yeah, all of a sudden uh, she sort of came Now I know like, which character you're oh, sorry, talking apologies. about. apologies. It's... Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> you were there like, who are you talking about? Yeah. Um, the, pony, uh, the pigtails. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the lollipop. Lou, yeah. Is it Penny Lou Pingleton? That's yeah. Pingleton? Pingle- yeah. Yeah. It's Penny, yeah. Penny, yeah. Um, yeah, so for the whole thing, she just seems pretty numb and just like, yeah, okay, mm. yeah, 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 with a lollipop and off, whatever. And then it's only like right at the end, she sort of comes into her own and goes in that dance. And yeah, I, re- yeah. I really liked her as a character. Yeah. I don't know how you felt there. Again, it was the same. Um, I was, she was a bubbly musical version of 
the character I remember from the 1988 film. So she, you know, she she done it really well. She was that sort of a bit shy, a bit awkward um, character. Um, her mum was very, very strict. Another thing you should see in the original one because her mum is very strict. Oh, really? Do you know like, um, the mum strictness? Yeah. This other thing that made me laugh was when, you know, she tied her daughter up to the bed with a skipping yeah. rope <laughs> and then started like flicking, I'm assuming like holy water at her. Yeah. Saying like devil child, devil child. Now imagine that with an eighties dark I d- I twist. Don't, I don't Ooh. know if I want to watch this anymore. Yeah, I'm definitely not watching it. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I think I, want, I can't go back on these sort of things. Like now I've seen like the remake. I don't feel like that. I'm going to appreciate. Yeah, the original. it's, it's, like it's it a different that. film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you think of Christopher Walken? I don't know if it, um, it would be easier to see. like. Did you think anyone played a bad role within um, the movie? I don't think they did, but I think for me, it was just, I just like the contrast between what I typically, like, for, I only say Christopher Walken, because again, I've only ever seen him in like, quite dark roles. So again, yeah. he's, there's that scene where he's sort of trying to push we, off the advantages of, advantages, oh. advances of Michelle Pfeiffer. And I just, I've never seen him in like a comical role like that. So I just, I thought, I thought he again nailed that well and it gave me a chance to sort of see a different side to him. I don't know how you feel. Christopher Walken, like, can he do any wrong <laughs> he, he, he t- and would you dare tell him he can either <laughs> like um I, I have nothing really to add up from what yeah. you said like it was you saw him in a different a different role but he was still very much Christopher Walken yeah, yeah, yeah. um and again that was my favorite scene as well and and after that scene obviously he had a bit of a backlash from his wife mm. who John Travolta played and then the, the song he sang to her I really liked it as yeah. well. He tried oh, to really woo sweet. her. Yeah, seeing him singing. like it, he, he was in that video, that music video by uh, Fatboy Slim a few years ago oh, really? where he was dancing. It kind of just brought that back to me. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I liked, you know, the fact that he was that, uh, you know, whenever he was just always supporting Tracy. Yeah. Mm. He was always encouraging her and he was like, no, you go for it. You know, yeah. you, you know, maybe these old dogs need new tricks and, mm. you know, that kind of thing. And I liked that he was... It's okay, like where Edna's trying to stop her and, and like, I guess, wrap her mm. in cotton wool and keep her protected. He's not not protecting her, but he's kind of saying, "No, Tracy, you, you know, yeah, I support you, whatever you do." Yeah, I like, I did like that. Aspect. I picked up a couple of things, and I might have just been these might not necessarily be real, but a couple of things I picked up of his character as well, which I didn't pick up before, was he was a bit of a misfit himself. Like mm. the the lady he had chosen to and support and was really um madly in love with wasn't your stereotypical like he loved her he didn't love michelle fiber's captain mm. his choice of career was to be a, a like he, he ran a joke shop like <laughs> he it was it was like he was he was kind of sitting slightly outside the mainstream mm-hmm. and maybe that allowed him to support tracy's pursuit of things that aren't necessarily the mainstream as well that was kind of when i was watching it, that was like how i kind of he he he, he kind of walked not yeah. not you know, not exactly the same as fighting for civil rights, but he kind of walked outside, um, off off the main accepted path, sort of thing. May have pulled that out the air, but that was what I took from it. Yeah. That, sounds, that sounds pretty valid. <laughs> I just, I just love. I think Claire sort of touched on this. I just love the relationship between Christopher Walken's character and John Travolta's character because, like you both said, they were very caring, and even and I just love how it was so brief. You know, in those sort of scenes, typically when one person's been accused of doing something and they haven't done it. You can imagine that get sort of dragged out for a bit, whereas this was sort of resolved by the next scene in a really cute manner when he sang to her. So yeah. I really loved the way them two sort of worked worked off each other. Um, I assume we all loved Queen Latifah in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it Motor Mouth Mabel? Yeah. Do you write that down in case it was a quiz question? No. <laughs> Just 
that's my favourite character from the original. Um, I love the song. Um, Do you know? Um, sorry. Sorry. Go no, go, no, go on, go on. Aretha Franklin actually auditioned for that role. Yep, she oh, really? And uh, Queen Latifah got the part. Okay, interesting. That's not a quiz question either. No, it's just an interesting I know, no, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I feel like we're talking about all these things. I'm like, I've got no questions left after doing this. You're already, like, it's right, I've two kept the trophy. Yeah, it's, it's not going anywhere. So. Um, who else have I got? I've got James Marsden. Yeah. Corny Collins. Corny Collins. I love James Marsden. Yeah, my favourite my favorite um, part with him. He's just cheesy. Yeah, but it was when, when um, Michelle Pfeiffer's character said she'll get rid of him. And he was like, <laughs> how can you get rid of Corny Collins from the Corny Collins show? <laughs> And he walked off. I love yeah. that. And, and the fact he was he was like willing to take that risk and yeah. adapt and change his show. Yeah. I did like him. Was, yeah. I did like him. His actual character was based on someone called Winston Buddy Dean. And he had the basically the Buddy Dean show, which was taken off in 1964 because they refused to allow integration. Oh, wow. So it was sort of partly true. I loved, like, I liked it. Yeah, loosely based. Yeah, I liked his character because he, from the offset, he was like, this is the future. We're yeah. going to have to change at some point. Yeah. So get with it or don't get with it. And yeah. obviously by the end of it, um, they got with it. Um, yeah, I think I think when you watch the original film, I think there is a few characters in that that are loosely based off of. Oh, okay. But, and again, because it's it's not a musical and it's it's dark humour, it's not funny all the way through. Um, it does seem like it could have been loosely based off of real events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Claire, who's your um, favourite character? Oh, I can't choose on this. I knew you were going to ask. I, I, I just thought it was such a good, strong cast. Like, on the one hand, my least favourite character was Michelle Pfeiffer and then Brittany Snow. Okay. But oh, yeah, fair, fair. I just, you know, but that's because of the characters that they played. But yeah. I, I just, I, I, I can't choose. I can't choose. I loved them all. That's fair. In regards to Brittany Snow, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I disliked her, but I think towards the end, there was a scene where she's sort of dancing with someone. Or dancing a guy, and I guess I feel as though she's only that way because of her mum. Her mum was basically sort of putting 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 all this pressure on her to basically try to be be the sort of person she was. And I don't think she was mm. that mean. Compared, she was mean. She, she, she was, was mean, nice. but she wasn't. She's, she's a stereotypical mean girl. She's the original sixties mean girl. Oh, really? I felt yeah. she was like a mini me of her mum. Yeah. Oh, really? They even had like even when they're in the bedroom and their matching outfits and their creepy blonde hair up dudes. Mm. Like, I just did not warm to those characters. No, fair. That's fair. Um, who's your who's your worst character then? Um, probably Brittany Snow's character. Um, yeah, I'd give it to her. And again, not it's not by a huge margin. I quite liked how everyone played their roles. Um, but if I have to choose, it will probably be her. Fair. Out of the bad, out of the people who are, I guess the meanies. Yeah. Um, she wasn't my favorite meanie. <laughs> That's fair. Do you, do you think it's weird that? We've only got like two characters to choose from to say that was our worst character. Basically, it's not even that they were the worst character. It's just we didn't like that character, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's not yeah. even... Because they played the roles well. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, in Annie, was there more choices available? Or did he just have... I'm just trying to think. Typically, this is a big cast. This is a big cast. Yeah, maybe that's it. I'm just trying to think why there's no many other, there's not many other options. So. But I think in films, that generally happens. You normally have one main baddie. Hmm. And then you, you might even have like a team... Like the X-Men, for example, will be off topic, but the X-Men, who are a multiple team, will fight Magneto. Yeah. You normally do have one villain and a few mm. good guys sort of thing. That's fair. Um, what was your favourite song? Oh, I love Good Morning Baltimore. One day I'm going to wake up and sing that. <laughs> um, without Love. Without love life That's the one when they were free and like when Link was looking for Tracy. 
yeah. and then seaweed was sitting uh, penny free yeah. from the from the skipping rope. Yeah. Now, my problem with Link, because I absolutely love Zac Efron, right? if anyone comes in my bedroom and eats one of my chocolate bars, <laughs> it's not okay. Yeah. You can sing about me all you want, but don't be creepy and hug my photo and eat my chocolate because we're going to fall out. Even if you really fancied him and he's yeah, been... Yeah, don't the touch pers- my chocolate. Do you hide chocolate underneath your pillow just that interest? No, I keep it in my side drawer. Oh, cool. Good to know. Anyone <laughs> don't out there, melt. Anyone out there, you know where Claire keeps the chocolate. I'm just going to play that quickly if I can find... It's, did you say that was your favourite song? It's one of, yeah, Without Love. And I also liked You Can't Stop the Beat. Shoot. Yeah. Then, That's then, the last one, I don't right? know. There's quite like a lot. Like I think maybe if you guys say different ones, go, like, oh yeah, that one and that one. And Yeah, so Good Morning Baltimore and You Can't Stop the Beat, I'm kind of excluding because they're so popular outside of, they are the, you know, the two poster songs for for this show. So I'm going to go, I can't remember the name of it, when Queen Latifah was um, singing with, with the, the candles. candles. Yes, yeah, yeah, that I really like that oh. song. Yeah, um, I, that, that. I know where you, where I've been. The, what, the quite powerful one when she's on the march. Or yes, that? yeah, that's let, the one. Let me play that. Oh, I did also like the song um, that one that I mentioned earlier. We've come so far, but got so far to go. Mm. I did also. Do you like remember that, what that was called? That, I, I think that is what it's called. Oh, let me just play this real quick. I think I can play it real quick. Because I know where I've been. There's a road we've been traveling. Oh, I did like New Girl in Town as well. Oh, I liked the New Girl yeah. in Town. Um, I liked... Um... I think if you went through the whole... If you opened up Spotify and searched Hairspray movie soundtrack, you could pretty much pick yeah. all the songs. You know, that's what I'm mm. saying. Like I've said the few that I liked, but then... You you mentioned yeah. yours and then Frank. What was yours, Frank? Um, mine was. I would have said obviously the obvious one was um, you can't stop the beat. I'll be honest, yeah. that's the first ever interaction I had with this musical. It's like I heard that song. I want to see that musical just so I can see that live. And yeah. um, outside of that, same like what you said. Um, Good morning, Baltimore, yes. and the ladies' choice as well, which is. I thought that was awesome. I, I, you know what's funny? I didn't come on to like, Zac Efron was like the last person I wanted to go through via, in terms of characters. And I thought he, out of everyone, was like the most obvious person to be in this show. Because personally for me, he's just, <laughs> yeah. he was exactly the same person that, he was, that did sort of high school, high school musical. High school musical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can I just say, since then, his range has massively grown. <laughs> has it? Yeah. In what sense? He doesn't sing anymore. That. Yep. And... In the, in oh no, he played that serial murderer. Did he? He played Ted, um, Bundy. Ted Bundy. He's oh, good. Yeah, he's like good he has. He's, he's he's started really diversifying. See, so. I haven't seen it. All I've seen yeah. him in is Baywatch and um, what's I the like, other one? I liked him in that. And what's the one with Seth Rogen? The one where the... he lives next door. Yeah. Neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad neighbors. Bad, bad neighbors. That's, that's Zach Efron in classical music. I just feel like he hasn't really. But maybe I need to see that serial film. Yeah. Or serial. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of Axe. Um, <laughs> did we have any standout performances or was that pretty much the same as which songs did you prefer um, I thought everyone's performance yeah. was pretty good my, as I said my favourites were in terms of their performances was um, um, Motormouth Mabel Queen Latifah and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. fair 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 um, okay so what I've done right, I've gone on the internet and I've basically found what people actually, other people have actually said. Sorry, did you want to? No, no. I've basically sort of pulled up what other people said about it. I'm just intrigued to see if you guys agree 
um, agree with what I've come up with or what, what people have said. So one of the things someone said once was that if any musical could threaten the standing of retro favourite Grease, it's this one. Thoughts? Nope. No? Nope. Grease, Grease better than this? Grease, for me, Grease. Grease 1, not Grease 2. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, cool. Just Grease 2, this beats out of the water. <laughs> Grease 1, um, every single song in that for me is amazing. Like and it's been played so much. You've heard them so much. So you, I could literally sing. It's like every the original song. TV musical, isn't it? it? Yeah, Grace. Yeah, but I think that's. I, I I can see why they've said that, and sort of using. I think it's on par with it. Oh, he's like, going to have to fall out now. <laughs> like not maybe not on par, but like it's 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 touching it. Like okay. it's yeah, definitely. So so you know the scene in Greece where the two cars race. Yeah. Greece is the winning car. Yeah. And the losing car that doesn't finish the race, I believe, is Hairspray. I love Grease. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. It's you can't compare it with the, the car that's, race. That's not saying it's bad. That's just saying Grease, for me, is head and shoulders above most things. Fair. That's fair. Um, I, I actually can't remember the last time a movie opened and made me, made me so cheerful. Okay. Is that pretty fair? Yeah. Are, are I, liked, I liked Mamma Mia's. Which one was that? Remind, oh, that was um, her in the boat, wasn't it? Oh, opening. Sorry, yeah. I'm thinking of like cinema opening. Sorry, oh, okay, cool. sorry. Actually, yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. Like, I want to get up at seven a.m. singing. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that, like, it is it is um waking up in the morning and 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 going in, but I don't think it's the anywhere near the best opening musical. The In the Heights um start for me amazing would be better than this, but this is pretty good. So I'm not I'm not yeah. sort of taking away from that, but I just love everything about that 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 start. I think Hamilton, um, the opening in that is amazing. I think the opening on Little Shop Horrors is amazing. There's uh, there's a lot. But it's it's such a hard like this is for me, hairspray's up there. I but thought we were I, comparing it to T V like film musicals, sorry. No, uh, okay. I, I just basically read about reviews and seeing if we sort of agree yeah. or oh, okay. disagree really. So there's no, there's, there's no right or wrong anyone yeah. can sort of say. I think it's one of those, for me, it's one of those things where there are so many shows with good opening numbers. Yeah. I um, would have, to, I would need much more. Like it, for me, it can be up there and I wouldn't argue with anyone saying that, but off the top of my head, I'd probably need more time to really sort of think about that and work out where that yeah, would sit for me. Yeah, I might me. need a bit more time yeah. on that one. Fair, fair. Um, the cast, flair and strength in death. Depth are a joy to behold, allowing the movie to glide right over its flaws. Mm. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. I think it's a pretty strong movie regardless of... No, I, see, I think, again, because it's based off of the play, it's a bubbly, fun play, cheesy, like, it's not that deep. Yeah, that's So... Right. Yeah, like, the cast members were that. They yeah. were fun, they were bubbly, they were cheesy... Like it wasn't, it wasn't John Travolta's best performance. It wasn't Zac Efron's best performance. It wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer's best performance. But everyone playing like their role, doing exactly what they done, made a great performance together. Yeah, a great show. If that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. That's fair. Um, cool. So, what would you give it? Okay, we're probably gonna say no to this. Anyway. Would you change anything? Happy with it as it was. I would probably put Zac Efron in a few more scenes. Wow. Um, I didn't even I realize thought, how obsessed you were with Zac Efron right now. I thought, it's dude, I'm surprised by this, Denny. This is like a revelation. It's a dude. Why well, didn't realize he has an obsession with Zac Efron? No, no, I really like, I really like um, Seaweed's character. I would have liked to see. I felt, and this isn't even a criticism because again, I know it's how the film goes. 
I felt like a lot of the times when you saw him dancing, it wasn't a whole dance routine. It was like, let me show you this move. And then you just saw part of it. Whereas there was other scenes where you had a whole full dance routine. And I would have liked to see him like, you know, like when they were doing the Corny Collins show, um, it was very like the camera was directly facing them in front and I don't think he really had many opportunities like that where you could just see him yeah. and his dancing routines and things like that and we know he can dance so yeah been, so it would have been good yeah to see mm. more of that Claire anything you change no I, I agree with Danny's point actually about seeing more of seaweed dancing and Zeka from taking the <laughs> bigger, bigger stage okay um, Mark's out of 10 Claire or do you want to, wait, do you want to see what Danny has to say first well I want to see I want to see what Denny says I want to see what you say and then I'm going to give my mark. What's this about? Okay. okay. <laughs> In truth. But also, once Denny's given his mark out of 10 for this, yeah. I want to know, although actually we might know which one he preferred, 88 or 2007. Oh yeah, I'm intrigued by, um, okay, cool. Yeah, Denny, yeah, you go first. So, I'm going to add the soundtrack to this as well, if that's okay. Which one? The new one? The, the new soundtrack, okay. yeah. Because for me, the film is an eight, but the soundtrack is eight and a half. Okay. So I, I do actually prefer the soundtrack. Like, they're both very good, but I do actually prefer... When I'm listening to the soundtrack by itself, um, I do actually kind of prefer it. Um, there's It's just a good soundtrack, whereas, like, um, uh, one of your reviewers said, they're, like, the, because the film isn't that deep, it's, own, um, it's not a great film. It's a, does that make sense? Like, it's a great remake of the, sh- the, the, the show, but it's not like... Um, uh, it's memorable and it's fun yeah. it's very very likeable but even if, it's a better film than the original but the original for me had more memorable scenes got you if that makes sense mm-hmm. what would you give the original just that at the time I probably would have given it a 9 now I'll probably give it a 6 5.5 6 I might try and watch that I might I'm, I'm not promising but it does have standout Moments. moments that you that that like I mean as, as I said I watched it it's, a, it's an 80s film and I can still remember certain bits um but yeah this film I'll probably give an eight that's fair um see typically what I would do if this was a theatre production I do dance music storyline but I can't do dance really because you know it is what it is so I'm doing dance and I'm doing music what's your score Frank <laughs> Jesus Claire <laughs> I'm trying to give it, I want to give background to it because I feel like I get challenged whenever, okay, cool. well, basically, storyline, I'll probably give it a seven, six, seven. Um, music, probably a nine. And the cast, probably a nine as well, so eight. Okay. Is that all right? Is that, was, that, was that prompt enough for you, Claire? <laughs> yep. Go on, your turn. Well, I can't decide between an eight and a half. See, what's going on there? And a nine. <laughs> I'm going to go eight and a half. <laughs> Why have you gone eight and a half? No, because, um, like you say, it is... Uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed that musical. I watched that musical more than once. I think the soundtrack is brilliant. Mm. Um, I think it raised um, interesting things that make you want to look into that time. And I think I think it could it could have a little bit more depth to it. I yeah. definitely think it could have more depth to it. So I'm gonna give it a eight and a half. It's a, it's a, even when I saw it at the theatre, I came out thinking, oh, what a good show, what a great show. But I never really talk about it again. Yeah. It was kind of in the moment, but there's not as many sort of, um, for me, sort of standout moments that, or huge numbers that I'm going to, you know, like I've said before, sort of make the hairs on me sort of stand up, yeah. that I'm going to talk about an individual thing. Like for me, it's the, the sort of totality of it. It's a great show. It's very consistent throughout, 
throughout mm-hmm. the whole show, mm-hmm. but there's no huge stand-up moments. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, for me, it's like, oh, that was, I came out and it's like, oh, what a great show. This soundtrack, Hairspray Hound soundtrack is one of the things I've been listening to loads in mm. um, quarantine. Oh. What would you give that as a rating, separate to the film? It said eight and a half for the film, right? Yeah. Yeah. Soundtrack on itself. By itself. On its own? Oh, maybe like, maybe like a nine and a half for the soundtrack Ooh, on okay. its own. Interesting, nearly perfect. No, yeah, not quite perfect, but yeah, nine and a half. I felt, I, yeah, I, I gave the soundtrack by itself. That's yeah. why, because I think that's oh, yeah. why I, su- I suggested it, because I had been listening to the soundtrack Got so it. much. And it does like... It's a good soundtrack. Dancing in my kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, would you see... It's obvious you see it again, right? Yeah. You see it again? Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool, I'd see it again. Um, how would you sell it to someone? Oh. Um, I was just going to ask you, soundtrack by itself, what would you score it? Oh, nine and a half. So that's no, 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 no. I was copying Cox Classic. Why, why, why is it done awful? <laughs> that's okay. Um, eight and a half. There's room for improvement. But we all, we all, we all feel the soundtrack by itself. We've given it a higher score than the, the, f- film. the film. Yeah, happily. So okay, okay, yeah. cool. And I haven't even listened to the whole soundtrack, but listen to the songs that I heard. Yeah, all of them are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how would you sell it to someone? Um, bubbly, great show with a bit of historical relevance and a nice, easy to learn lesson. I guess. Um, yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, I never prepare for this. It's fine, because I'll, I'll, I'll come to you last so you can like basically clip what Denny said, clip what I said, <laughs> mix up a bit and say something. Make something perfect. Yeah. Um, I think if you're looking for a, a bubbly, upbeat song with a lot of big numbers, ensemble cast, that has a sprinkle of the social issues going on at the time to allow you to then do some further research, this is the perfect show for you. Or film for you. Oh, that's a good sale. That's, that's a, a good pitch. Uh, yeah. I like that pitch. Do you want to just say James Frank or Ditto? Dit- oh, you took my line. Sorry. I was actually going to say Ditto. You can just edit it out and you can say Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you happy with that or anything else you want to? No, I'm happy with that. Would you have seen it based on that pitch I was giving you? Yeah. Cool, then that's perfect. Um, and Denny's pitch. No, mine went as good. We both have great pitches for it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Close time. And I don't know how well this is going to go because I feel like the answers aren't, more, answers aren't difficult enough for you guys today. Especially given that you've done research and... Stretching. I hope, I hope there's some difficult... Oh, yeah, it's not going to work. I hope there isn't. Come on, come there's on. There's any difficult questions here. <clears throat> first question. I'm going for the first, fastest, pers- fastest person, fastest person to say the actual answer. Where is Hairspray set and what year? Baltimore, Baltimore 1962. 1963. 1963. Wait, I'm so intrigued to know where you've read this because I've read on, on um, it's, it says on the at, it Wikipedia. comes up at the bottom of the film uh, 1962 yeah it says Wikipedia in 1962 Tracy turned blood it's 1963 yeah, but where have you seen this if you can show me where you've seen I'm, it I'm literally getting it bear with me caller <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this it's, it's, it's the, the, the boy throws the paper on the, on the floor yeah. on, the, on the doorstep yeah. and then it's um, it's 1963, May, May 15th, I How think you it was. How do you remember that specific, Because I thought it would be a good question. How did you then question. miss the actual titles that came up on the screen? I don't said know, because I don't remember this on, on the screen. Did you have subtitles on? No. What's funny, I'm pretty sure there was like a scene where it said the 1962 dance something something. It yeah. was definitely like, it's quite prominent. And I, I appreciate that you think it's a different year. 
But based on what I've seen <laughs> on Wikipedia, which I'm not saying is the... Hold on. Is, Here what sort of obscure website are you going to? Oh, no. <laughs> One nil to Daddy. Jesus oh, my God. Man. Do you know what? I stood so strong in that. I apologise. <laughs> Unless you saw so adamant that she was right. It's May 3rd, 1962. So, so. <laughs> so what you've done there, Claire, is taken the third... And whack that on. I've got the... an issue of numbers, clearly. Yeah. Apologies. So, um... <gasps> at least you were strong when you were wrong. Are you feeling confident that you should have left a trophy at home right now? Because I feel like you should. Yeah, I'm be. confident. Denny left his trophy at home, and I won last time. Okay, cool. oh, it's fine. You don't live far. I'll come and get it after. Um, nice. You can get it on right home. Um, but be safe. There be distance and all that stuff. Um, okay, cool. Next question. What is the name of the dance television show? Courtney Collins show. show. Damn it. Sorry, Claire. Just said that quick enough. I feel like Denny in person is a bit more quicker on the. He's been practicing for this. Well, you think he's been getting Tyler at home to be like answering questions? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's what you need to do. You need to stay calm. I think you get too 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 excited. You're like trying to shout. Yeah. I'm thrown off by Denny's prep. Next question: What is the reason for one of the dancers taking leave of absence from the show? Pregnant. Yeah. Did you did you know the answer? Did you? No, I didn't know the answer. Okay, go for it. She was taking a nine-month break. She was, and you're led to believe that that's due to pregnancy. So yeah, I'll take that. Fill in the blanks for this song. Good morning, Baltimore. Good morning, Baltimore. There's there's a blank who lives next door. There's the bum on his bar stool. They wish me luck on my way to school. Is it dancer, policeman, doctor, or flasher? Flasher. Yeah, flasher. <laughs> I was I knew the answer as soon as you said blank, but I was waiting for you to finish oh, to say again. to say thing. Apologies, you could have, you could have right. just chimed in. Wow, this is the first time it's going down to the last question. I kind of feel like I've got a last question. Um Okay, okay, cool. Last question. First person shout out the answer takes home the trophy, or I say it takes it home, has to go from Claire or keep it. Um who wins the Miss Teenage Hairspray pageant? The little girl, but I can't uh, remember. Little her name. Inez. Ah. Uh, She's come back come from back. the claws of defeat, Denny. You were, st- you were like the strong two. I feel elite. like Rocky right now. Honestly, I feel like you just run upstairs. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm so proud of you right now because I, I didn't think. You. Honestly, I, I thought Denny was going to clean up. I had the last question. I didn't. I didn't know the. I can't remember the girl's name. I thought you guys would definitely get the last question. I didn't think it was hard enough. No, I, thought, I didn't. I didn't know her name. Wow. Um, so Claire, keep keep the trophy. Oh, I will. Although I feel like I should have got the flasher question. We didn't say it. You didn't so. say it. Oh, no. No, you yeah. can't say I was going to say it. I thought it. I yeah. thought all the other answers. No, I was just letting him finish. I only said my C just, just after you said like... your C for Corny Collins show. No, I said it first. I don't. I don't think that was. Do you know the name of the hairspray? Yeah. What? The hairspray. Ultra, ultra clutch. Oh, I won my own bonus. Oh, <laughs> ultra clutch. Um, that's it. That's all I've. I've got. You know, there's there's no homework this week because I failed to issue homework in advance. Denny was studying hairspray. I've got I've got a list of so many answers. Have you got any questions, Denny? Feel free to like um, feel free to like random quiz questions for us. What year? Nine (laughs) sixty. What year did the live version of hairspray get released? I'm really creeped out. Two thousand and two. Nope. Oh. Twenty sixteen. That's the most recent version. Have you got anything based on that? You didn't say most recent. I said the live version. The live version, the film's based on the Broadway no, version. Yeah, which it's called cool. There's a hairspray live. They do on they do it on an American TV show t- TV channel. Yeah. I think it's around Christmas, right? 
don't know. But there's Hairspray Live that's available I'm gonna online. I'm going to look this up. Yeah. I don't know about this. Any other questions? I feel there's like... Grease Live. There's quite a few. I know Grease Live. Yeah. I didn't know about Hairspray Live. Oh, so you did know what the live meant. <laughs> ah. Oh, yeah. It's I see what you're clear. saying. Yeah, yeah. You mm. have caught me. It's got you there. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand the question. She doesn't care. She's a channel already. Right? It doesn't matter. I, I, all I can see right now in my head is my trophy. So. Fair enough. Um, have we got anything else to add? Nope, nothing from me. Nope, nothing from me. Have we been doing or watching anything particularly musically since the last podcast? I'm going to start watching. I've been advised to start watching Newsies on Disney+. Plus. I've oh, been told special. I really like that. That was, was a post I made that. during the week. That seemed to get a lot of people interested. Yeah. How about you, Claire? Any... Any musical plans or anything you've been dancing around to your kitchen to apart from Hairspray, that is? Hairspray, I've been listening to Six on repeat. Have you? Yep. And also Mamma Mia and um, I can't what was the other one that I was listening to loads? Oh, Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, I've been listening I've to, been Dear listening Evan to all those as well. Kind of, oh, and a Hamilton, actually. I'm getting excited for July. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I've been listening to that, actually, a lot. I haven't watched too much, to be honest. I don't know if you'll have seen... I have. I, it's not musical related, but I have been watching the reruns of The Mighty Ducks. What is on it? Disney, it's on Disney Plus? It's on Disney Plus. Nice, I'm sure. And I was thinking, mm, that would be good as a musical. You think? <laughs> yeah. That would be, be a logistical nightmare. For, yeah, but it's not my logistical nightmare. Yeah, I just want to watch it. Okay, fair enough. I, had, I did watch um, a Netflix musical, and it's a Netflix exclusive, called Been So Long. Um... It's an interesting film. Um, it's good. It's good, but it's it's um, it, it's it's a bit weird because it's a film, a musical film, but then there's you know sort of interpretive dance. Mm. There's elements of that in there. Okay. Um, and then there's some really sort of ghetto characters, and then there's the transition, like the character growth in it is a bit up and down. Okay a bit contradictory at times, but overall there's a lot to appreciate in it. There's a lot to appreciate in it. Yeah. Up. Yeah. it also, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to, there's a Ben Platt concert. He does some of the songs from um, Dear Evan Hansen and he does some other covers as well. So that's currently been released on Netflix. So yeah. Oh, okay. Check yeah, it I out. I don't know. I will do. Thanks, Frank. Check it out. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got. So unless anyone, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Anyone listening, please follow us on Instagram, West End Geeks Pod. Any suggestions for a musical soundtrack or TV show, please email us at westendgeekspod at gmail.com or just inbox us on Instagram. Um, if you're listening to Apple Music, please leave a review. And yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Cheers, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. 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 You have been listening to West End Geeks.